This is the I Know Podcast, where we're all about healthy debate, honest conversation, and talking bare junk. Information, knowledge, observation. This is the I Know Podcast. I-N-O, information, knowledge, observation. Also, I know nothing. We got full house tonight. <laughs> Bigger everybody in here. And I feel good, right? Just that, you know, I see a minute long. But um, yeah. we got, start, got, started with Romar. We got Mozi. Hey. We got Kofi. Mm-hmm. We got Short Gabby. We have our new intern, Short Jasmine. I just can't. <laughs> <laughs> name both, <man. laughs> Yeah, and, um, and I'm Marcus. And we have a very special guest in the building. How do I describe? A lot of people are going through things right now in terms of, in, because of the economic fallout due to COVID and they're looking at different opportunities and things. Move my mic up. By the way, we got new mics too. Like, look, like, we can do this thing, bro. We're like, this is teaser process stuff, right? podcast mic. We really all here. Right, back to our special guest, though. We just interrupted her entire introduction. But yes. So, we have a, like, we're seeing a lot of economic fallout due to COVID. And people are looking for different opportunities. And they may be looking abroad. And... Many people that I know that went to Canada, they won't come back. I don't want to know what's going on. When Les, Les Lord's went up there, he stopped making videos. <laughs> we more only by him because of COVID. Like, you know, I'm honest with this thing. I see man like this, surrounded by very pretty Chinese girls. I tell you, I see big man, I go get my plane ticket, boy. But um, I know many people want to know how to move to Canada, how to find work in Canada, um, what's the best way to do it. So we have Miss Chantal Atkinson. She is... Uh, immigration consultant, and I'll also say a Calmerian. Yay! Hey! But um, good night, uh, Chantel. Good night, good night, good night. And I'm happy that you're here because I guess you can. I would like this to be kind of like a not a one-stop shop, but anybody that wanted to know what are the easiest ways to get to to Canada, um, and work and or or for school or you know to live permanently. I guess this will kind of open up their eyes to what it is that's out there. So, okay, so we can start here. I'm going to present a challenge to you, right? So a scenario. There's an the average Beijing woman who's like, I would say like 25, and she's looking at opportunities outside of Barbados because of the pandemic. If you had to convince her why she should go to Canada, what points would you make? So first thing... Um Canada is, is 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 a nice place to be, right? Mm-hmm. Um, is very multicultural. You have a lot of opportunities. Um, as a young person in Barbados, you know, like you 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 know, you have certain limitations. But I find in Canada, you know, you have access, you know, to so many different markets, you know, to grow for growth. And then a big thing about moving to Canada too is having options. You know, so once you you move to Canada, is is very I wouldn't say easy, but there's a pathway. You know, to get your PR, to get your citizenship, you do that for your children, basically the generations to come. And not only are you saying that as a consultant, but you're saying that because you did it, correct? Yeah. You can give it. you could just briefly give your story on how the fact you from Calmer to Canada and and currently what your I guess what your label would be, whether it be citizenship or whatever. Okay, all right. So from Calmer, first thing I never you know, went to Canada or thought about Canada at all. I wanted to go to England. 
first and the, the decision came down to whichever was closer you know like um from here to england you know from barbados to england is like a nine hour flight you know from canada to um from barbados to canada is like a five hour flight you know my mom is like you know i'm, I'm more comfortable with that i'm more comfortable with you going there so but she's like i'm more comfortable with that so when i went to when i land in canada initially like i had um no family members there i never went to canada before never visit canada before and, um, you know, I went um, to school. I went to, to U of T, University of Toronto, and I did my, my time. And then um, after that, I came home for a year, worked, and then went back to Canada and did the whole PR process. So today speaking as I mentioned that. When we say PR, what do you mean? Permanent resident. Uh, permanent oh, resident. okay. Yeah. So yeah. You're, you're a permanent resident. I am a Canadian citizen. Yes. Oh wow! So what? So what is that? <laughs> Yo, she got before that. Yeah, that's true. So so what is that? What does that mean in terms of your like um in relation to your Barbadian citizenship? Okay, so well, Barbados and Canada can have dual citizenship. So right. um, you have your Canadian citizenship and then you have your Barbadian citizenship. But before you become a citizen in Canada, you have to be a permanent resident first. Right. So oh, just let me, yeah, okay. yeah. When you say PR, I was like public relations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, oh, okay, okay. So and overall, that process for you from becoming from just going from Barbados to becoming a citizen took how many years? It took about thirteen years. What? Thirteen years. But that was that's like from that's include that includes studying. That includes working. Right. That includes, you know, being getting the PR and then after becoming a citizen. So it's really not that long. It's because I was a student. Like for somebody right. um that going up to Canada, typically when you land in Canada as a PR, it takes three years from that time to become a citizen. Okay. Yeah. Land okay. as a PR? A permanent resident. No, that's Sorry. possible? Yes. You yeah. can, yes, you yeah. can. You can basically apply from Barbados if you want to. To be a permanent resident? To yeah. be a permanent resident in Canada, yeah. Sight. And I yeah. still want you to know? And I still like, yeah, my see you take down here, like, <laughs> buying expensive groceries now? What? Oh, Sight. I did not know that. Okay. Yeah. So, like, and so, okay, I, th- I don't, I don't, I don't want to jump ahead, but say for me, I am Barbados now, I, you just told me that. How long would it take me to become a permanent resident seeing that I could apply from here? Um, to be a permanent resident, it would take you like um, a year, mm. you know, providing that you're a person that has, you know, solid education. I mean, like bachelor's, master's, um, you know, work experience, prior work experience, mm-hmm. skilled work experience, they will call it because they like um, persons that have work experience where, you know, you have like a work experience that you got by doing a job that you got like a degree or diploma or mm-hmm. master's or something like that. So given that, you know, it takes like a year, you know, roughly a year. Really? A year and some, yeah. Okay, interesting. Interesting. And we're going to get into that. I just wish that, it does, that just sounds like a bias towards persons that have like a formal education, education, right? Mm-hmm. As opposed to people who are like the entrepreneurs, etc. I mean, it makes sense though, because it's easy to... Um, Verify? Not necessarily very fun. You don't want somebody to come into your country to waste time. Yeah, mm-hmm. essentially. Right. And entrepreneurs waste time is what you're saying. No, I'm not. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying people that are formally educated are less likely to than people that aren't. I'm not including. I'm saying the, the people that aren't the people that aren't formally educated aren't all entrepreneurs. Right. Okay. Okay. There are some people that right. just don't do anything. Right. I just wish that there was a way that entrepreneurs can validate their. 
history in the field of what they do. Um, just to say things. But I guess that just that just can I count toward like um the as you said, um skilled experience though? You mean express entry? Well, yeah, express entry. And you're using words. I don't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah, I just get caught up in the genre sometimes. But right. yeah, um entrepreneurship. Um, yes, it does. Um, we have some programs that do cater for entrepreneurship. So if you're self-employed, you can you can qualify for that permanent residence. Mm-hmm. But I will say that, yes, the system is biased, you know, towards right. the highly educated, um, the younger folks. It is biased towards persons that have that skilled work experience because they, they want you to come and they want you to, to pay taxes, essentially. Right. Right. <laughs> pay that. taxes, yeah. To be ready to, you know, integrate into the economy on that level. Understandable, understandable. But, would, okay, so would you say that mainly this conversation is going to be for persons who have that formal education or people who don't have it can still get up there um, close to as easily as someone that does have it? I would say that there's a pathway for both. So if you already have your education and you're good to go, you just want to make life sweet for you and your family, Mm. you know, you could could head on up there. And Mm. if you don't have the education, you know, studying up there is always a good option as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, so that is, okay. that is and they, they do like study um, students. So they, they like us to, you know, spend our money. Okay. And then, yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, in, in summary, what would you say um, are the main things that you need outside of the, um, the educational background of having a degree preferably? What else would you need in place in order to make that move? Um... Well, funds. <laughs> I would say funds. I, yeah. You mean like personality-wise or well, no, anything? no, not if you have like a nice smile and you're very <laughs> no, warm no, and charming. No, no, I just, I just, no, because I mean, it's like you know, you could have, you know, in terms of putting things in place, you you have to be a person that got, you know, like drive. You got, you got, you got, oh, drive. got yeah, drive. you got, got, you got, got the drive. You got, got the um the willingness. You know, when you get there, you know, the, the winters and the the you know the cold. Mm-hmm. You have to have a drive. <laughs> right. It's not a place that anybody just sitting down just waiting for you, you know? Right. You got to get moving. Yeah, your, your hand isn't going to help. To succeed. Right. No, 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 right. no. no. But, but my thing is, is that I <clears throat> I think it's that's something that people are still going to be looking at. Even if there are winters, the fact that you said earlier that, um, like, there's no ceiling. I, th- I find a lot of Bajans say that there's, like, a ceiling above them because of the fact that our market is small. Mm-hmm. And there's certain things that they want to do, but they can't do because of... Not many people are going to be be buying their product. Not many people are going to be, um, are going to be. I guess what's the word? You got me saying, man. I you know. I don't. I say that. I say that because but because Barbados is small and and there's there's a demand for certain skills. But we got so many degrees down here that obviously like. There are more degrees than there are oh, positions, oh, for right? Sure, for sure, that for kind sure, of thing. Sure. So it's yeah. like to move over there. I've been into battle anything. I've been into battle the winter and all that day. If if you know my my life could be good eventually. Mm-hmm. From what you understand, though, you went into battle. You, Marcus Myers. Right. Um, the, not everybody might got the drive you got. Right. And I don't know. I think that's something people need to study. Like people just assume that overseas life is, you know what I mean. You just mm-hmm. go overseas, you get a good job, and then you, mm-hmm. you, you, you fast track on life. But that's right. necessarily the case because you're still competing with everybody else that immigrating. Yeah, and and everybody else that already there. I would say, you, you you know, you have to have a drive. I me, I think that personally, when a person goes up to Canada, you know, like it would take them like around, you know, it would take them a hard five years, you know, after migrating to really settle in and live the dream life. When you say settle you know? in, 
I want Sahlin. you to define Sahlin mean, and dream life. Okay, so I mean, okay, ideally, most Barbadians here already, you know, they got the car, they live at home, some people don't pay rent, all this stuff. I'm talking about, you know, like, it would take you, like, five years to get settled, like, actually, like, have a home, have a car, like, mm-hmm. living a life where, you know, you don't, you, like, settle in a good job. Right. You know, like, it's not, it's not a place where, like, everything, like, handed to you. Right. You understand? So it's not, I don't want to paint the picture like if it's this place where, you know, you just go and then everything is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you might got to do a job here or there that yeah, different to a job that you did in Barbados. You know, mm-hmm. so like you would have probably, you might want to move to Canada and you probably were a, a bank manager in Barbados. You know, like don't think that when you move to Canada, you can automatically land in a bank management position. Right. right? So sometimes you got to work your way up and that could take some, that could take some time. Hmm. But as a permanent resident, you do have flexibility in terms of traveling back and forth. So every permanent resident will have to stay in Canada, you know, for two years out of five years mm-hmm. um, in order to maintain their permanent residency. So, you know, you could you could be back and forth, you know, you could be um, a permanent resident. Oh, isn't like you could be you could have a work permit without being a permanent resident, right? Um, when you're a permanent resident, you don't need you don't need a work permit. You don't need study permit. But nothing. I I'm I'm more thinking of people that um like okay you you go to Canada and you do your studies, you don't want to go back home. You like mm-hmm. the Canadian life. Um, mm-hmm. so I don't think you are automatically going to get a permanent res- residency when you come out of school, right? No, no, no. So you the first thing you have to do is get a work permit. Yes. Right. So depending on the program that you studied, so mm-hmm. in Canada. Um, the late programs that are like say eight months or more, um, depending on the program that you study, you could get a, a work permit. Right. What we call a, a post grad work permit. Hmm. So once you get that post grad work permit, it's an open work permit where you could work anywhere, anywhere in Canada. And once you get the qualifying work experience, again in a job, you know that you would have gotten mm-hmm. by getting a degree or a diploma or something. Right. And um, then you qualify for permanent. Once you have, once you work in that job for like a year. Then you qualify for for getting your permanent residence. Is it? You're you're saying then you qualify. Is it automatic or is it still a process? Like I might not get through even though even though I've done the prerequisites. Well, the work permit is automatic in the sense that if you go to the right school, you get the work permit. Mm-hmm. But in terms of the permanent residence, you gotta get the the proper work experience then to qualify for PR. Once you have the proper work experience, I'm then sorry, you everything qualify. you said PR, I'm thinking probably. Yeah, residence. I can't. Yeah, yeah. okay. Stop saying PR. Honestly, yeah, what is it? Yeah, what is it? Yeah, I can't help it. I, I can't. Right, right, right. Um, you keep saying if you go to the right school, you are eligible for a work permit. Yeah. So you're saying that some people in the past have chosen a school that they may not have been eligible after the work that they put in for a work permit. Yeah. They, okay. Yeah. So what is yeah. what is the right school that you're speaking about? So the right school is a school that, um, like a public institution or a private institution that goes by the same rules as a public institution. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like on, on the Canadian government website, they have like most of the information there. Right. So they tell okay. you like what schools are eligible oh, for this work permit. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. One, one of the arguments that I've heard, right, <clears throat> for um, people say that... Canada is only look glamorous, but the reality is, is that if you had to compare our cost of living to their cost of living, there's not really much difference because of a whole bunch of things. And I just want to get your opinion on that because people are saying that that live in Barbados that don't know anything about Canada per se. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But is there any merit to what they're saying that it, that over there looks like a paradise that 
you know, um, food doesn't cost as much as it does here and and rent isn't what it is here, et cetera? Or is it, can you say that it's, it, it kind of equates if you had to like measure all the variables? Um, I would say is a little bit of merit to what they're saying. Mm. Rent over there is not cheap. Yeah. Food is cheap. You yeah. could get food cheap, but right. rent. Mm. The rent is the rent is not cheap. So when you're looking at, you know, for some people, it just wouldn't be worth it to make that move, right? Mm. But the thing is that some people, like, you know, as a young person in Barbados with a good job and everything, right. they're like, you know, up there's real expensive. I don't really need to, to be up there, you know? But then when they hit, like, in the 30s and the 40s, then, you know, they get the babies and then right. they're like, I want to move Canada. But then it's a little bit more difficult then. Because like I said, the system is a little biased to, Youth. you know, the younger, the younger people. Ah. Um, so quick, it's quick, quick question. You're <clears throat> you're saying younger. What what age group is considered younger? I think the hot age, you know, for getting to Canada, um, the, you it know, the age is... that they would like, you know, is like around tea, tea, not tea. Between between twenty five and, and thirty. 30. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 between 25 yeah. and 35 or 36. Yeah, right. in their ages. What? Yeah. You said 36? Yeah. yeah. All right, that a bit old now. Yeah. Stop about 30. <laughs> 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 hey. <laughs> uh, no, but that, that's good, though. That's good knowing that. Um, That's good knowing that. Because honestly, if you asked me, I thought it would be like between 18 to like 20. Late 20s. Yeah, I was saying 1826. Now I immediately thought 1826. The goal is to get taxes, guys. Come on. Yeah, right, so I was thinking on. like the matter would be come out of the school, get pay taxes. Yeah, yeah but 18, come on. Yeah, because an 18 year old don't really got like the work experience yeah. right. as yet, yeah. you know. Right. Yeah. You know, they, you know, probably. No, but my thing, but they have, if they have the education, that isn't enough. For permanent residents, right. no. no, no, okay, no. It's, it's a combination. Right. Yeah. It's a combination. Mm. Yeah, it's a combination. Education from an approved, um, right institution. Right. Yeah. Yes, right. yes, right. yes. Right. So you were saying, um, I give you just had it in my mouth. You were saying <laughs> about the rent being high, cost of living being high, mm-hmm. and the statement Marcus, the person, scenario Marcus provided has some merit to it. Is there anything else other than renting, renting or housing that would be kind of matched? With Barbados and like they got solid tax and thing, they have got like shit taxes that like the fresh shit tax is so beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true, it's true. It's true. Tax, yeah, they got like just random things that we may not know about, like expenses. Um, no, I mean the taxes. Everybody's complaining about the taxes. You yeah. know, everybody's complaining about the rent. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but in terms of you know, like having a good life, okay, like um. So every permanent resident and Canadian citizen, you know, would have, you know, we call it free healthcare. It's not free healthcare because we pay the taxes into it. Right. But same here. So similar. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, very yeah. similar. It's very similar. 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 Yes, right, okay. exactly like England. Yes, so Sweet. so you have the opportunity to basically set roots where you and your family would have options, mm-hmm. right? Interesting. Yeah. 
I'm, uh, oh, go ahead. So PR status is, is passed on? Huh? Not Press PR status. Oh, right. citizenship. 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 So right. ultimately, Canada has the highest naturalization rate, meaning that most persons that become permanent residents actually get citizenship. citizenship. Okay. And right. once you get citizenship as a as a Canadian that was naturalized, you know, even if you decide like, man, I want, I tired of here, man. I tired of equal. I want to pack my bison and go home to Barbados. Right. You know, like if you get your children, if your children are born in Barbados, then you could pass on that citizenship to them without them crazy. even But if you say going you, to Canada. Um, <clears throat> traditional send for the children. So say parents immigrate from Barbados, mm-hmm. they got the PR. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you sent for your child from the grandmother or whoever that is raising it here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that child has legal. Um, that child wouldn't have the PR. Well, the good thing is, is that when you apply for permanent residence, you always have the opportunity to add your dependents on the application. So, so all so, dependents. Yeah, your de- your your dependents. When so we say dependents. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. no, 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 no. We're talking about, we're talking about, let me say, 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 let no, no, no. When we say dependents, we we talking about any children that you may have okay, under the okay. age of twenty two, and we talking about your 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 spouse, your spouse or your Kamala partner. So Kamala too. Yeah, come along, partners. Yeah, spouse. I yeah. feel not relaxed. But once you become a permanent resident, you do uh, have the opportunity that you could sponsor your your yeah, parents I, and right, I know a sponsor. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, back to the come along thing, though. Like, how do they? Like, let me say, I um, okay, I lived in Barbados for five years. Okay. Oh, that's a long time. Come along in Canada is one year. Where are the unicorns? <laughs> I want to write one of those to work. My mind that is something I can bear. Coffee, if you allow me one second. Sorry, um, you go ahead, So, bro. what status does the child have? I mean, if you. Oh, no. Oh, sorry. You answered that. Because you say um, they would have been supported under the. Yeah, they will um, be, be. Yeah, they will come to Canada as a PR, yeah. Okay. I, but if you, if you are a citizen. Mm-hmm. Right, and then you, your children are born. You know, after you have gotten that citizenship, right. they would automatically be. Oh, citizens. okay, but what if the if they aren't, so say you send for the child and say, well, yeah, I can I can do it for X Y Z. While I'm still in that limbo, that PR status, mm-hmm. um, and then you become a citizen, it automatically just yeah. If the children are there, yeah, yeah, it could be okay. they, they, they could be and added on your citizenship application. Yes, yeah. Was, yeah. The thing is, right? Okay, I want. Okay, for me, I just need to like. I just need to get like the back end, like the white things is be happening, like why Canada is doing this because it's so much. It sounds like it's in Canada's worst interest, right? Oh my so, I, so I want to know how does this benefit Canada? Just so I know that this ain't a mock thing. Okay, all right. This episode of the Anode Podcast is sponsored by Ang Harmony. Ang Harmony offers therapeutic and sports massage services aimed at soft tissue injuries, performance support and stress pain management. Blood and lymph flow, nervous regulation, and soft tissue function is the trinity focus of Ang Harmony. You see that termite infested desk you got home? That one you had for the last like 10 years? I want you to try that out. As a matter of fact, I want you to go around your house, right? And look at anything made of wood. Any desk, table, chair. And I want you to ask yourself, maybe I could get an upgrade of this. Maybe I could improve my workspace with a nice wood appliance. That will make my entire aesthetic 
much better. If that's the case, go to Instagram and put in Woodsman BB. W-O-O-D-S-M-A-N-B-B. And he is a fellow that will give you the right quotation to upgrade your work environment with the best wood creations that you can think of. Something for you, something for your children, something for any family members, anything he can make. Even if you want him to make noise, art, he can do it. Woodsman BB is the place to go. Check out Instagram right now. So Canada is underpopulated. Right. right. We got we got some. We got a couple cities that everybody like, like the Montreal and the Toronto. Montreal. Everybody wants to be in Toronto. I, mm. I, I, I live in Toronto. Okay. I ain't moving. I'm a Torontonian. <laughs> but yes, but, but but Canada is is underpopulated. So yeah, their Toronto. immigration programs are huge. Like every year their goal is to like invite like probably like four hundred thousand immigrants. Like that is their goal. That's barely because they have they have an aging population. So mm-hmm. you know like you know over there, you know, they need the people to come right. into Canada and, and basically populate Canada. So the immigration system is a little, you know, more relaxed. Can I ask why well, Marcus was confused? Yeah. Do that quick. Uh, he look real confused. <laughs> <laughs> he looks so confused. All right. So you're saying that, yeah, I get that. Canada's huge. Mm-hmm. And as you said, everybody wants to go to three cities or whatever, yeah, right? Yeah. What is the point of bringing in people if people are just going to come to the same cities? I was just about to ask that. Well, that's a really good question. Yeah. That's a really good question. You know, people are going to go where the work is. I, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm not going to go to. And some northern places like colder. But when you when you in Canada, I, I have had friends that actually went to the cold places. You yeah, know, like went up right. in the up in the northern territories in Canada. I live. got some yeah, I live. No, the reason the reason why they would do that, the yeah. reason why they would go with the polar bears and stuff is because when you went to Toronto, you having a good job that gonna pay you like like probably I don't know forty dollars an hour, fifty dollars an hour. When you yeah. when you go up in them places that remote, you getting paid like a hundred dollars an hour, a hundred and fifty dollars an hour. Is you know the places that are remote, you know they pay you more because they want so, more people. That's yeah. like when you polar bears, fine boy. You want to look at the reason why you get paid more? You fighting for your life though. Of course, it's like, <laughs> what the hell? Safe. That is, okay. Oh, if you win, I see the Coca-Cola bear. Just like. <laughs> I don't think it's like do that. You know, do you know the numbers of, like, how many people, like, migrate there a year? And, like, how many people, how, how much are they underpopulated by? Um, I don't know the exact okay, figures. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I just know that they are underpopulated. And I know that they, but you see, the thing, permanent residence and the same Canadian citizenship is, is, is federal in the sense that, mm. From the time you become a, a permanent resident or, or Canadian, you could you could go anywhere. Yeah. You could set roots anywhere. So they can't tell you, well, you need to live here or you right. need to live there. So mm-hmm. I think the government just in hopes mm-hmm. that persons would, you know, be right. you know, be facing such high unemployment rates, you know, right. in these pop- highly populated areas right. that yeah, then they try to rate. move out. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And they need to double And people up. have started doing that. People actually have started moving out and going to different places. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, it, it was, it was, um, you have finished your point earlier about the common law. It was, I didn't, I, I did I was not. looking to I see where you were going with that. I just left it up. I, I, I was going to ask, where were you going with that? I was going to ask, um, if you, so let me say I am Barbados and I live with a woman for five years mm-hmm. and then I go to Canada and uh, I study and I eventually get my um, permanent residency, residency right? Mm-hmm. According to all documents, by all means, that woman I lived with was my common law wife. Yes, but, 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 um, if you are in Barbados, you live with her for five years and you're going out to study, she doesn't have to stay behind. She could come with you. She could get an open work permit to come with you. Oh, the France. 
While you study, so you could study and she could have an open I, I ain't gonna lie, that is literally the sweet life. I don't get like I they still that seems unfathomable to me. That what you just said does not make any sense. None, none, none. That's that's how the system is. Is 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 built on they they value family reunification. So they they like the idea of a family. Well that's very cute. Keeping the family together. No, but it's the, very, I, I very can, cute. See, but be an economic benefit of that though right. to be honest uh, to me in all point it's clear to me like I, the, the numbers making sense to me though um persons who have families to support maybe more responsible um uh, also you know, like, and they can spend more right. also, like, yeah like, you know it makes sense bring your children be, yes the and they're gonna stay and they're gonna stay they're gonna stay and when their babies get out there they're not coming back but one of them is right when they live with a woman no Right. And then cash it, they have to work and pay for your education. Oh my gosh. <laughs> such a mess. I want to ask this though, real, real quickly though. What's the, the difference in, um, I guess, perks and how many PR versus the citizenship? Like, okay. what, what are you allowed? What are the allowances for a person with a PR? I suspect voting is you can't yeah. vote without the, without with the citizenship. citizenship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, one of the perks is, um, you know, like the, um, like you said, the voting, mm-hmm. um, being able to do jury duty. Okay. Because yeah, permanent residents can do jury duty. Mm. And um, the next thing is the residence requirement. So remember I said that um, permanent residents have to, you know, they have to be in Canada two years older every five years. Right. Mm-hmm. But Canadian citizens, they don't have any residency requirement. So they could be out of the country for, mm-hmm. so that's for any... So that's never and, and another thing is that permanent residents, if they do get into trouble, like, you know, murdering somebody. They could be deported, but um, Canadian citizens pretty much, like, they, they, yeah, they kind of, they, 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 they're not, their citizenship is not, is not reformed. So what if I like, teeth through mm-hmm. mangoes, like? No. Okay. You mean as a permanent resident? Yeah. No, 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 no. So what if it's that's like, I, teeth through mangoes? No. <laughs> okay, this jacket. I just want to know. That's not serious. That's not serious. That's not serious. That's not serious. Four mangoes, you can't get left it. That's not serious enough. Um, So if you if you were to get married, Mm-hmm. If you had to get married to somebody in here, they would become a citizen? No, no. They'll become oh. a PR. Because I would be oh. like a oh. Okay, so show me, show me fingers. Let me see, let me see where your status is going. Let me ask you a question. Sight, okay. Yo, that is crazy. I did not know any of that stuff. Like the last, the last like 20 minutes, you said things constantly yeah, that I actually, did not know. You were just going on online. I just got this on real And there's a man that believe in Barbados. Not no more. No. <laughs> nah, but I, I, I believe in that, that, that coming back for winter. Oh, oh I know what I was going to ask you. After that Marcus. kind of life. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yes. After Marcus sent us this one. Maybe in a... No, right. What's the show? Sorry. So you were sending permanent residents after me in Canada PR, for... Just say PR. I have yeah, never PR. seen PR. public relations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. PR is After that, people um, have to stay in Canada for two years. Is it two consecutive years? Like, after... Mm. No, it could be broken up. Right. It doesn't have to be continuous. <clears throat> it just has to be two total. You just years? have to make sure that you, you know, in, in a five year span, you day for two years. Mm. Okay. So um mm. I went to visit this guy uh two years ago. Oh. And <laughs> it was this guy being Roman. Right. This guy is yeah. 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 nobody can see who is yeah. pointing out. Right. Make it up, Roman. Um but I remember you were saying one of our friends who who's living there right now. Mm-hmm. Um, that there's certain things that they like to, to to see that you have like obviously the education thing is one thing but mm-hmm. also 
um, having like a driver's license, having some sort of so Canadian, Canadian ID, ID and mm-hmm. them yeah. sorry, making them kind of moves. Um, yeah. To to, right. to show like yeah. So that's so that's mm-hmm. like a way like a vetting process. But that's no 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 like I mean it's always good to like show intent that you want right. to live there. Right. But really and truly to like you know get your PR because remember I told you that you could apply for PR without even being in Canada. Okay. So that's not a requirement. But it's good that if you in Canada, you know you get yeah, things yeah, moving, yeah, yeah, yeah. you get you your study. license. Right. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Um, what yeah, I got my Were you was when I went to Canada? Not there, I don't think. What year were you in? 2018? Yeah, I don't know. What year were you in? Yeah, I went that year. I went to August. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how about offenders? Um, because, um, if you are an offender, if you're a criminal offender, um, I suspect that would reduce your likelihood of getting a PR. Um, you but, mean prior to going up? Yeah, prior to going oh, okay. up. Mm-hmm. Um, is that something that would definitely um, um, reduce your chances or stop your chances of getting the PR? Well, it reduces your chances um, in terms of the regular options for somebody that's not an offender. So really and truly, in Canada, what they like you to do is to rectify your you know, your criminal status first. So they have like a different, yeah. So they have like a different channel. So for instance, if somebody, you know, committed like a a serious offense, you know, in Barbados, um, in order for them to get to Canada, they would have to apply for like what we would call like a criminal rehab, or they would have to apply for what we would call a TRP, temporary resident permit, um, that allows them, allows Canada to accept them despite their Mm. criminality. Once you get into Canada um, with those, with that documentation, the, the criminal rehab, it kind of like, um, it overlooks. So it's, it, it lasts a lifetime unless you commit some kind of crime oh, again. Right. Mm-hmm. But that goes on your immigration record and they're able so to see. So they can't steal mangoes. <laughs> right. They can't steal mangoes. <laughs> they can't see. They can't see. Right. And then um, the temporary resident permit now, they have like a class. So once you get into Canada with that temporary resident permit, um, they have a class, you know, you go into a separate immigration program mm-hmm. right where you're allowed to you know get get your permanent residence within a certain time so as opposed to like like getting it in a year or two years it mm-hmm. might take you like three years but there is there There's is a, a way to that. yeah there is a way to, to, to get that yeah i have a question about something that you said earlier um you said funds right mm-hmm. and i found out <clears throat> i found out well somebody said that uh, in order to be a student, like something like student enrollment or something is like $10,000. Mm. But what, what's the $10,000 that they're talking about? So the $10,000 is an estimate. So to be a student, they want you to have the amount of money to pay for your tuition for the first year that mm-hmm. you're there to mm-hmm. show, mm-hmm. like that you can actually show that you're going to pay your tuition. And then it's estimated that anywhere in Canada, apart from Quebec, um, it would take a student about, you know, it would, it would, you know, they would need about $10,000 roughly to survive for that for that year. So that $10,000 is an estimate that that, that adds to your, your tuition. That's including housing? That that involves, yeah, that is... $10,000 a year? Yeah, to, to maintain, to maintain. $10, but still though, a year? I feel like that year is so shake. Even, I, even I, yeah. Canadian, $10,000 Canadian will last I feel for that year. year is well, that's how, they, that's, how they, that's how they estimate it. So okay. when you, if you go on the, the, if you were to go on the government website and you were to, you know, plug in something like, how much money do we need to study in Canada? <laughs> it would tell you the tuition plus $10,000. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you the tuition plus ten thousand because right. that's, right. that's their that's their estimate. Oh, okay. I, I, I was wondering where that ten thousand came from. That that was my first question. My second question is, what are the jobs in Canada that are in high demand? What industries? Nursing. 
Mm, <laughs> and, it's, and it's COVID now, so you know, like the nurses. But right. um, being that Canada has an aging population, they're always looking for persons in the health field. Mm-hmm. Um, they're always looking for persons in the construction um the construction, yeah, the construction. Josh, Josh yeah. But, they're always looking terms, for like teachers, uh, counselors. Uh, okay. But you not not necessarily artisans. Pardon? Not necessarily artisans, like masons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like folk? yeah, they would need yeah, they need like masons, carpenters, yeah, but that's not the you know, welders. That's what's confusing, though. Wait, 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 wait. Hold mm-hmm. on. So if you have an okay, my 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 bad. So mm-hmm. yes, in Canada, they like people that are younger that have like the degrees and the masters and stuff. Mm-hmm. But there is a channel for those persons that have like you know the vocational. We call them vocational. Ah, right. So persons stuff. that do welder, okay. welding, and plumbing and that kind of stuff. Right. It's the only thing is that they want you to be qualified on the Canadian standards. Right. Okay. How right. how how can I do that? Talking to the um the aspiring vocationist or whatever. Mm-hmm. Is that a word? I don't know. That's the word. What what avenues do they go down now? Because like, what can they do in Barbados to reach the Canadian standard? Okay. Um, if you are, you know, like for instance, like a plumber in Barbados, mm-hmm. and you have been plumbing for, say, 10 years, you got your certificate at like Polytechnic. So or, that's where you do the plumbing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. training, right? Uh-huh. And you did your plumbing, you've been plumbing for 10 years. You could <laughs> apply to challenge um, the plumbing exam, the exam for plumbing. I'm sorry, but... I just got a really dumb image in my head. In Canada? No. <laughs> when you say challenge, is it like, the man is, is it like a plumbing test and you got to fix pipes? Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah. This is real? Like you got the in class part where you actually like, and then do, there's the, a practical, do the exam okay, and then there's right. a practical. Right. Yes. So you, we call them challenge the exams. So you challenge the exams. <laughs> Sorry, you challenge slow. the exams to get back your certificate, you know, to, to work in whatever province Mar- you want. Marcus is I'm very sorry. We are serious people. I'm very sorry. I am very sorry. We have our moment. Coffee, we good? No. <laughs> what? What? What is that? I just imagine like, like a lane of like... <laughs> what, what is that? Where is that lane of like toilets you got to fix or something? What is that? That's the one that you got to be like getting like... Like all circle race, I just got to fix toilets me. Sorry. 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 Sorry will be to get a job offer mm-hmm. with a company. Mm. Okay, and, and let them... And then, yeah, get a job. If you, no, if you get a job offer with a company, you know, the, the companies, like, vouch. They vouch for right. your skills. Right. Right. Yeah. right. And then, right. Um, the only other way is to do apprenticeship. So, you right. could actually apply, you know, through the vocational boards, the different provinces. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, to do an apprenticeship. Daunting. Yeah, that is. And that, and that, I mean, you say apprenticeship, that is... That is a legitimate like apprenticeship because if you're gonna say I got somebody here that I can work on the, mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't just say yeah. I got right. somebody that I can go and try and get a job. Right. Right. And yeah. your status is illegal. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yes, let's talk <laughs> that's another thing. Only talk of illegal, because uh-huh. there are a lot of people in Canada that you know may have gone and decide to visit and like 
man, this place is so sweet. I don't want to go back ever. <laughs> right? Um, so in those cases in Canada, you know, Canada is a little bit, you know, they are forgiving too. Mm-hmm. So for instance, like I do all areas of immigration, but my area of specialty is what we will call humanitarian and compassionate. So mm, it is about it. persons yeah, that... Let's go. Let's get it. Yeah, 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 so you guys asked me about like for instance you know like offenders you know for instance persons that would not regularly qualify like a person that you know in canada illegally obviously you know they're not gonna just qualify because you're not just gonna apply for pr and the government gonna overlook it right you have to state your case so my area specialty is with persons that have gotten themselves in those really serious sticky situations that have been in Canada for years. Um, it could be five years, it could be 10 years, you know, with no status. Oh, okay, okay. There is an application that they do, that mm-hmm. I do, that allows them to get their PR. Okay, that's despite... not... Okay. When you said humanitarian, I thought you were talking about asylum. Oh, no. That's different. We call that refugee. Which because that, that, that is like... That, I really want to ask you about that. Yeah. Oh, okay. I really want to ask you about that. From the beginning, I never understood... Asylum and the mm-hmm. concept of asylum. Um, I don't want to say what I think it is because I can just sound retarded. So Matt, tell me. No, no I thought it was. That's an offensive word. Huh? That's an offensive word. We don't say retarded, um, Marcus. Dumpsy. What was the word? That's the word. That's the word. That's the word. Um, especially knowing that I tried in this territory right now. Um, okay, but and I, from my understanding. Barbados is seen as like a hostile um, culture for people in the LGBT, yeah, for homosexuals and and everyone else in that group. So I'm so I heard that in the event that you feel like your life is being threatened or something in Barbados, that you can fill out a form and you just get like. Um, citizenship? That's like that, that's what I thought. Is I, it citizenship? I don't know. No, I, I tell you what no, you thought. I'm I don't gonna, know. I'm I don't know. So you tell you correct me. So. Okay, nobody just fills out anything and gets citizenship. Right. If they fill out anything, it will go be PR. Okay. Then citizenship. Okay. Right. But with the asylum, the, the, the one thing that is wrong with that is that you have to prove it. Right? Like, um, so they have, in Canada, you do have, they do have a strong asylum program. Right? Because mm-hmm. they do welcome a lot of refugees, what we call refugees. Mm-hmm. Um, the asylum, you know, we have the persons that would be from war driven countries and yeah, then we have right, persons Syria, yeah and then we have persons that will come from like you know like Barbados or anywhere else but you have to prove that um you know your life is your life was threatened mm-hmm. and your life you would basically going back to Barbados you would you'd be dead and, and also that you are the sexual orientation that you say you are correct it is not just for for um persons that are same sex so it could be anybody that you know, facing any kind of, we call it persecution or any kind of life-threatening situations. So, so abuse. for instance, it, yes, mm. it could be domestic abuse. Mm. Yes. That's interesting. Yes. Okay, so that it could be, whoa. Well, okay. it, it could be somebody that is, you know, hunted down and, you know, I was the interested. That's what it was, was marketed here, though. No, it's not. Mm. I know of a girl. I, I, I haven't spoken to her about it personally, but this is what they say, and by they, I mean the people, mm-hmm. that she lie about being a lesbian and living with a woman in Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, that domestic thing put a spin on it because I think I knew she was in a scenario like with, I don't want to say those kind of vibes, but those kind of vibes or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. So now I'm wondering if that was a kid. I was planning to bring it because she, another girl, and a guy that I know that living on PR status, PR status, you all probably me? Yeah. PR status. <laughs> um, 
through the refugee program or what's not. Mm-hmm. So I, know, I was um, wondering, ahead, like, when Marcus said it, like, how do you prove that you're gay? Like, what does that mean? Uh, no, you don't, well... Well, you don't prove um, necessarily that you are gay, but you state your case. Like, first thing first, let me just address what you said, right? Mm-hmm. About just filling out a form. It's not just filling out a form. You actually have to go to what we call an immigration tribunal, which is like an immigration court. Mm-hmm. And they basically ask you questions. They grill you about your experiences. Mm-hmm. You know, so anybody that, you know, lie about that, they got to lie like forever. Right. Right? Because basically if <laughs> yeah. Basically basically if the Canadian government ever find out that, you know, they lied, they could take everything from you. Citizenship like, and everything. Else. Yeah. Citizenship and everything. <laughs> else. Why is that not a so it's it's never it's never that simple in right. terms of just filling out a form. But mm. the system is, you know, open to persons that are that have had their same sex struggles. And is like I said, it's not just limited to same sex. It could be gang violence it could be mm. um, being um, abused is anything that is life threatening that is right? very very interesting the only, the only thing about the refugee program what I think a lot of Barbadians don't understand is that you know you're basically telling the Canadian authorities that your country is not able to protect you right right so anytime mm. you attempt to come back to Barbados it becomes Ooh, problematic so, so why are you going back yes ah, it's it. like okay well, you say that the police don't protect you, but yet you back you their vacation. That yeah. is interesting. In a bikini on Instagram, yeah. Mm. No. That like, is no. interesting. <laughs> they're like, no. So there are times where somebody, um, I guess, signed up for asylum and it was kind of like taken away. Their refugee status was taken away. You mean if they try to go back? If that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Is it if they try to go back or if they try to frequent? If they they could go anywhere else except that country. Yeah. Really? So I can't go Barbados at all. You know, no, but why would no, you want to? No. I get, I get, yeah, Some people think when you become a Canadian citizen, you're safe mm-hmm. and you could pretty much go back. Right. But no, the Canadian government is kind of being strict on that. Ah, I mean, yeah, it okay. makes sense. But it, it is a very good thing. I actually wonder if a lot of Barbadians are aware of that. Sorry, let me rephrase that. Barbadians are not aware of that. I, I, yeah, I hear, uh, yeah, I hear. They just talk about it, but they don't. I don't think they they know the details that you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. And I'll make the argument that Barbados is a hostile environment for, for LGBT people. Yeah, yeah, for especially for people in the LGBT community, the fact that like they're even on the law books, the fact that things that you know is technically, is like, yeah. technically, um, all of that is right. you know illegal and stuff, and you know they're frowned upon and all that. And um, if they decide to move, I totally understand that. Yeah, it's not it's not a it's not a safe environment. Yeah. In Barbados. So anybody that that is in part, part of that community, mm-hmm. look into that if if you feel yeah, um, you want to start I life elsewhere. Though, but a person who um, emigrates mm-hmm. uh, with refugee status. Yeah. Um, they, obviously, they, they, there's the refugee status that makes them legal, obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then it moves from there to transition into citizenship or you have to go through the PR. PR. Always PR. Always PR. PR. Um, so, when, so the system sees a refugee as... A person like it kicks in as like okay we want to protect you so when you when you go to Canada and you make a refugee claim um, the system kicks in like okay we need to protect you we need to protect you until you prove yourself when you go before the courts and you tell your story and they accept you you become what we call a protected person mm-hmm. right so when you get that protected person status it gives you the opportunity to apply for PR so right. you become a PR but you become a PR that has protected person status still so, oh, so that's still oh my god that yes. follows you oh, so that so that that's why when even when you 
become a PR and you decide to like leave and go back home or you become a citizen yes, and you advice. decide to leave and go back home, it becomes problematic. Mm. What happens when like, if you become a citizen and you want to go back to Barbados? They still, yeah, they, they could stop you. They could take because everything of the, away. Because of yeah. these circumstances. It brings your credibility into, into issue. Yeah. yeah. But they can't, but they can't, they, well, they can't yeah, vote they can. this decision. Yeah, yeah they can. They can. Uh, they can. So you already got throw away the whole island. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> yeah. The people that do that really all right. Um, I have another well, question. They're legitimate people, well, right? Well, yeah. yeah, you know but, the the upside, the outside. Why a person would want to want to do that? Like if if their situation is, you know, as a, as a counselor would say, if your situation is, you, you know, that particular situation, when you go to Canada as a as a when you go when you enter Canada, and you make a refugee claim. You know, you're basically seen as you're able to study, you're able to work. Um, you're able to you you're able to qualify for certain amenities that a permanent resident would. Right. So right. you're able to the wealth the welfare system, mm. right? So that's where the housing comes in. Interesting. That's well, where just the support from that. the government comes in. Interesting, right? So how, so how much? Oh, you, you go ahead. Go no, I it. I just wanted a question. When you're a, a protected a protected person person, mm-hmm. like um, person X comes from Barbados, he goes to Canada as a protected person, but he doesn't have relatives there. Okay. He might not have had funding. Mm-hmm. Or, do you, or do you need Let the funding go. to get there, to get housing, etc.? Well, right. okay. So our refugee system in Canada, we don't, especially from a place like, because remember I told you guys it was different. Right. So mm-hmm. we got the the ones that coming from like, um, like the Syrians. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Uh-huh. Those come to Canada and they land as permanent residents already. So they're going to refugee camps and then the UN um, is the ones that say, well, you are a refugee. Mm-hmm. Right? So then you travel to Canada as a PR. But for somebody coming up to Barbados is, you you know, you're just, you have whatever status you come up with, like visitor, whatever, mm-hmm. until you launch that, 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 um, that refugee. So you can't make a refugee claim from Barbados itself. Right. You have to be in Canada, ah, either at the border okay. or inside. Okay. Uh, at the border. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. At the airport. Okay. I have, I have a few more questions about this whole thing, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, Number one, going back to the thing about abused persons, because that's something that I did not know, mm-hmm. and I would like a lot of people out there to know about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, how would you how would you prove that you are an abused person? But you have to have like on like some kind of a document saying that you've had these cases where you were persecuted or someone was violent towards you at a point in time or in a relationship. So they would prove it by. Um medical reports. Like if you're being abused, you know, you would would have sought some kind of medical attention at some point. Um, Police reports. Have you ever made a police report? Um, Sometimes letters from people attesting that that happened to you. And then a big part of making a refugee claim on something like abuse is is your your state of mind, right? So Mm -hmm. you actually go on the stand, you take the stand. And they actually, you know, assess, you know, like how, you know, your credibility Mm -hmm. based on how you, how you react to certain questions. And they ask personal, very personal questions. So this is the subjective part of it now? Yes. Ah, okay. So I've been like, for instance, I've been to, you know, like, um, you know, court cases where, you know, like, you know, members ask, you know, about ejaculation. They ask, like when things come up, like rape, you know, like they ask very personal questions. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I'm glad that you mentioned that because I do think there there's a lot of people that could benefit from it. But I'm still I'm still stuck on the whole you can never come back thing because I'm thinking that gotta be real that gotta be a real difficult decision to make. Cause like yeah, you're in an abusive relationship, 
but I mean, I still like my school. I still like right. the beach. I still like how I grew up. Grew up my family still areas. here. My, my family, everybody interviews me. Uh, they, maybe they're not so. Are they so? Are they so hard and fast about that though? That if you, if you, uh, yeah, if you are have refugee status that you cannot come back because it seems like you're, um. Not in danger. Credibility is yeah. in question. Cause, yeah, because we do, do have roots still in Barbados. They still have to understand that. Yeah, but when you when you make a refugee claim, you're saying that your country is incapable of protecting you. So you're oh, saying essentially yeah. like, I they went to the... Oh, so yeah. this is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I went to the police. They didn't do anything. Shit. I went to, you know, the judicial system there. Can't do anything My for family me. And like, family. I just cannot get justice. I cannot be safe. Interesting. I cannot be safe. Okay. But, you know, now we're on that topic. Um, when you're making a refugee claim, like the whole thing is about the threat, right? Mm-hmm. So as long as the threat is still in existence, mm-hmm. you're not supposed to be returning, you know, back to your home country because mm-hmm. you're saying that your your country was, you know, unable to protect you. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. Now, with that being said, and this is like the, you know, the instructor part of me. No, this is not like the client, the, you know, the client. Because I also instruct as well. But... You instruct what? Um, immigration law. Okay, okay, cool. At a college. Okay. So, the whole thing about the Sorry. refugee system is that it's meant to be temporary. So, technically, you know, because in Canada, we have like our our, our refugee system goes it coincides with the immigration system meaning that they allow you to become a pr Mm -hmm. but really and truly the the refugee system was never really meant to be permanent so they Mm -hmm. could take away your refugee status at any time Mm -hmm. you know so so basically like the whole idea is that canada is supposed to be a safe haven for persons temporarily until whatever situation they're facing in the country clear up so how come the people from wherever in the countries could come as a permanent resident because they are assessed in the refugee camps. So the process that you will go through when you actually get into Canada and go through proving everything. For right. them, there's nothing to prove because it's a big war going on. Genocide, right. all kind of things. But as you said, like, it's supposed to be a temporary thing. I can see easily when the war is over Yes. that you want to go back so, home. So, so the idea is that when the war is over, you want to return home. Mm-hmm. But Canada's refugee system, how they look at it is like you returning to that place is your your we call it reavailing yourself. So you're 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 basically going back to the place of the threat. So in places where um the war have the war has you know eased and there's no more war, persons have the opportunity to actually give up their protected person status right. and return back home. In uh, that in that case, you know the, the Canadian government does not take away their citizenship or anything because is is okay. the threat has Resolve, yeah. Uh-huh. And once you become a Canadian citizen, even though in theory, in the law books, it would say that technically the Canadian system is supposed to take away everything and let you go back, they don't really do that because you're already a citizen, you already got your family there. They don't really do that. But That's the right. risk for persons like coming up from Barbados is, is a little bit different because right. it's no, right. it's no like coinciding. Yes. Right. So if you, like, for instance, if you're a woman and you're abused, by like oh sorry if you are a man and you're abused (laughs) (laughs) if you're a man and you're abused and say you went through the channels and you got your canadian citizenship but now you know years after the person that abused you have passed away right if you attempt to go back home you know as a citizen Mm -hmm. and you come back up you know you can make a case if they say oh well why you why you went back home like you're a refugee like my my, there's no track there for Mm -hmm. me anymore Right, and, and in that case, they they may let you keep the citizenship. It would make sense for them to let you keep the citizenship because there's no threat. Okay, is there a way before I go 
that I could like say, my abuser is dead. I want to see my mother. Ah uh, no, people don't really people don't care really, about no. care people about don't like really, people only people only explain <laughs> mothers, themselves uh-huh. when they get into that situation. You make your case. Oh, say. I wish there was a. I mean. I I like all the stuff you talk about with the young people growing up, and I do like the fact that this um refugee thing exists. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there should be a way for me to say I miss my mommy. No, <laughs> no. I I mean, I, mommy can always come up. All right, I miss Brandon's. No, no, no. When you refugee is a serious thing. When you make the decision to to be a to be a refugee, like you have to commit, you have to commit for the foreseeable future that you're going to be. No, I just no, I I get I get why is this? I don't understand one hundred percent. I just think that's a real decision. It's not. If you look at it, like for me, I tell people like if you. Could if you okay if you're facing like any kind of hardship or whatever, right, right. and you have the you have access to the funds or whatever, and you could come up and be a student and just do the regular thing, right. mm-hmm. you know, do that. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't have that option, and you absolutely have to make a refugee claim, then you do that. But any day having that flexibility to be back and forth yeah. is better than being stuck over there. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. so yeah. Um, Very interesting. interesting, interesting indeed. I have a I have a friend, by the way, who actually he's my the oldest friend that I have. He's a Chinese guy and he's he's gay. What's he, your life, bro? I listen. My life is so strange. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the only thing is about my life. My life is strange, but it's not exciting. Strange. It's just weird. It's just a weird fucking life. Uh, <laughs> There's no climax. Is this, is this, is this a hmm. yeah? This a okay. Turn <laughs> <laughs> you know, to your head, like yeah. what? All right. <laughs> Anyway, but so my oldest friend is Chinese and he's gay and he was living in Barbados and um he never really fit in. And then he moved to Canada and his life is amazing. He is like the happiest gay man up there. Easily. Easily. He's gay. Yeah, he's gay. He's a gay gay. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, so I'm I'm just saying he didn't go, he didn't go up on asylum, by the way. He just went up, but his life is amazing there. He always compares the way he's treated there and the and the freedom um that he has to be himself there compared to what he went through in Barbados. So go up there if you if you feel um persecuted and stuff. I I, I think I think um not not to um take away from our example the compound on it. Go up there on the guys that you're trying to emigrate normally. Like right. don't just go on refugee status because you know not being able to come at home is something different. That's well, right, well, right, right, well, right, 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 right. There's there's no refugee status you could go up there on, you know, like go go there on. You have to go up there as a visitor or whatever. Right, right. I mean, they don't try to fit nothing. Because from the time you, from the time you made any kind of application to immigration and tell them you come in to make a refugee, they're gonna, they're gonna refuse it, mm. <laughs> right? <laughs> from outside, they're gonna refuse it. <laughs> they're like, okay, this person come in to come this person right, come in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my mommy hit me. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. I didn't like it. <laughs> over time, people have preferred digital payments over handling physical currency while the pandemic has sped up our digital necessities. Now, one thing I know that we love to see, we love to see small businesses that are forward-thinking and progressive. So here it is. And Harmony accepts online payments from any local bank, and money, get this, Bitcoin, and even other cryptos as well. For long-time holders and crypto enthusiasts, don't stress yourself with pulling out the money from your wallet. Come and bring the coins you've been sitting on for years, because Harmony does accept them too. 
But yeah. but you know I like to bring the whole perspective thing to the man, right? Because uh-huh. Kofi keep repeating like he can't imagine like you know not being able to come back home. But you don't feel a lot of people out there that you know probably turn the Barbados off. Just just well, not even turn Barbados. The what like, Barbados represents. Right, in terms of being a refugee, one hundred percent. And I just you know don't care to come back. Yeah, I told. I, I honestly I, I get it. But I do. The, the first thing that I said on this show, I have no, I I know many people that have left Barbados. But when people leave Barbados and go to Canada and come back, the way they talk about Canada is like Paradise Bay. They're like, they cannot wait to go back. They want enough funds nice to get back. Nice. I've never been. I've never been. But, I just hear... But you, what I would like to get into, um, we, we good on time? Um, yeah, We can rap soon, but we, really? no, we good though. <laughs> right. No, fair enough. Yeah. Um, all right. Because I've heard of all the, the nice Canadian men or Canada's this utopia. Mm-hmm. Um, I've often heard and, and haven't experienced it. Is this... You know, it's nice, but I've never mm-hmm. really been there long enough to really be immersed in the culture, mm-hmm. been immersed in the actual day-to-day living in Canada. Okay. Um, it was always just visiting and, and so on. Mm-hmm. But I've also heard uh, reports of, you know, um, there's this racism that is is very, very, very subtle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, um, is this something that you can speak to? Mm-hmm. Um, because... The narrative has always been, oh, Canada is this place, it's this, 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 uh, this beacon of light, and mm-hmm. everyone is so nice, everyone smiles, and the garbage is always taken up. Like a thief <laughs> mine goes and stays. Like, <laughs> That's what yeah, it was amazing. Very <laughs> yeah, it's very clean. clean. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, clean. clean. Yeah. I heard it's clean. It's nice. It's nice, yeah. Yeah, yeah but, but it's still got what are the issues there that might not necessarily... Social issues. Social issues yeah. that, that you might not necessarily be aware of when you're considering uh, emigrating to Canada? Okay, well, um, that's a really good question. Um, first Thank of you. all, like racism is is everywhere, right? Like yeah. in Canada, is is very it's very subtle, like you say. Um, Canadians are are very politically correct, mm. right? Um, and what I will say, because I'm a I'm a I'm a Torontonian, you know, like <laughs> like I said, I'm a Torontonian. Everywhere in Canada is not Toronto, yeah. so you go certain places, and um, you know, is predominantly white or predominantly um, a different culture. You know, you 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 automatically are you know exposing yourself to different different persons. But mm. I've had experiences where I've heard of people living in other places that they say they never even really face racism or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say in Canada, um, the challenges that we might have um, is our, our challenges as like like we have the Canadians mm-hmm. and then we have the the immigrants. So when you when you leave your country and you come up to Canada, you are and you are automatically you're obviously even though you're a permanent resident or whatever your status is, you're you're an immigrant. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think the challenges that we face is, you know, like um, mostly proving ourselves. So there there are naturally some some obstacles there, like, for instance, in the workforce, Mm -hmm. um, for instance, you know, like even even in the school, um, like sometimes your accent could be a little too strong, you know, like sometimes they love it. Sometimes your accent could be a little too strong. So I I find that um, in these in these places, in these environments, like, you know, you have to to work like twice as hard, mm. right? To really let them see you, mm. you know, as as an individual. Interesting. Um, yeah, you have to work twice as hard. Like for me, in, being in Toronto and, and and working in Toronto, you know, I've never really faced um, like 
racism, you know, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, like overt racism, but in the sense of, you know, coming into, like, standing into, going into a, you know, a a, a studio or going into, um, like, stepping into a classroom, you know, as a a young black female um, that is Caribbean with a heavy Bajan accent. You know, you have those doubters, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to, you have to prove yourself. So, um, um, okay, uh, okay. So other other than that, though, you've been there for thirteen years. Yeah. Can you can you like, can you think of like any like really bad experiences generally that you've had to deal with over there, um, whether it be you know crime or anything like that? No, not crime, Rogers. <laughs> Do Rogers. not kill me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Rogers, not Rogers. When I say Rogers, I mean no disrespect. Like telephone company. Right, phone company. Yeah, I always like, find myself so. yeah on the phone like yelling at telephone companies. Mm. We build charges. Well, <laughs> I guess they yeah. got to be there. Like. Yeah, they build, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 build charges. I mean, but but there are there are rude people. There are rude and mean people everywhere. Right, oh, but rude but oh, okay. there there are rude and mean people everywhere, and I find rude it Canadian in, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. because because they're, because they're they're not they're not overtly. I mean, okay, Canada is the first place because okay, in Barbados, if you step into some place and somebody don't like you or they won't be rude to you, they're gonna just be rude to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In Canada, they're rude to you, but they're political they're politically oh, correct about oh, it. Oh, so oh. It, they, so they would do it in a way that if you react, it looks like you're overreacting. Uh, right, just by, right. just by sticking up for yourself. Right, mm-hmm. right. Oh, so but well, you never really had anything like major. No, no, no not really. I've I've always been very comfortable. So like, you never went in a store with expensive products and people tell you can't afford that. I mean, yeah, you you, you have those kind of. No, no, that that is racism. <laughs> right. That's racism. That's, 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 that's the juicy stuff. People have those kind of experiences. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, I never really, I never really had that particular experience mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you know i've been in places where yeah sometimes i had to you know cuss out people sometimes yeah it's not unheard of yeah okay it's not unheard of yeah sometimes okay. you have to really you know stick up stick up for yourself um, yeah mm-hmm. i don't know man like coming up obviously before the conversation like a lot of people make it seem like um like yeah canada life is sweet but i feel like it's very good to look it's very easy to make it look the way it is like especially when you're comparing comparing it to Barbados, it's very because mm-hmm. we have like um we we consume Western media, mm-hmm. so we like to look at certain things. So now in Barbados, you you're driving uh, I don't know a, a Corolla, mm-hmm. and it costs you real money. I really any might come, but in that same Corolla, no, in Toronto, really truly ain't cost that much money. In comparison sure to other things. Huh? You sure? Yes. It's so funny because I got Corolla. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, what year? Like, what year? What year Corolla? 2018. No, that's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing. A 2018 Corolla is a luxury vehicle. But I mean, yeah. But I'm, I'm saying that same year Corolla then. The same, mm-hmm. the same 2009 Corolla. It's a good thing in Barbados, but over there and all that, that's something to look down upon. So I'm just saying, it's very easy to look glamorous. I mean... And them sort of countries. I, I, okay. All right. For, okay, for me, I think that in Canada, you can't really, you can't really be concerned about the glamour. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. I'm, I'm not saying the, um, in comparison to Canadians. I'm saying as a Bayesian looking in. Mm-hmm. For some people, they're thinking it might be easy now. Like, life easy because of the things you got. When the things you got compared to other Canadians, no, you're not saying much. I understand that. 
yeah, I understand that. So, I think like that kind of thing adds like a, a, a I don't want to say a glimmer of hope, but it makes it it, it, it skews your perspective. Hmm. So you 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 basically saying that, um, for for Barbadians here. Mm-hmm. They look to the the ones that have migrated, like if they have reached. Yes, but then everyone. to Canadians, right? You when know, everybody there, ain't reached there yet. They they're just like, okay, like you ain't you ain't reached yet. Exactly. I I could I could understand that. Simple but, but, simple but, things like on the iPhone. But I <laughs> I will say though that um, what I find is that there's some Barbadians. You know, you when when you're making the decision to move to Canada, you have mm-hmm. to be careful. It has to be what you want to do. Because there are some Barbadians that could live, they're, they're capable of living a better life, right. right? When you look at moving to Canada and equating to your, your level of comfort that you're living in Barbados mm. at that time, it might take a longer time than anticipated to get there, right? right? right. Um, but in terms of, you know, the same situation that, that you said with Canadians, they have some Canadians out there that don't do anything either. So it's not every Canadian that, living in life mm-hmm. you know so you find that immigrants sometimes go out there and even do, do better, do better. Yeah, for sure. and for, for that they're it's faced with drive. their right. they're faced with their fair share of hostility oh. which brings the it immigrants? to which brings which brings us back to the the question that that no the immigrants you, are faced with hostility because they have a drive so, sometimes yeah because it's like oh these this, that's a subtle xenophobia or maybe less than subtle xenophobia mm-hmm. because it's like Hey, but we were here all alone. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Oh, yeah. all the jobs. So, so you, so you do get like, for instance, like you do get, um, you know, like sometimes, you know, like in the classroom, we will do, we will compare articles, and you do get the occasional Canadians that would feel as though, you know, immigration is is bad. Like immigration brings crime. Immigration, like mm-hmm. why these people coming and 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 and, and getting our health care. Like, so Trump supporters, people... then? Yeah. 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 Yes. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. So um, um, it's very interesting. There's a fair share of Asians with those same ideals. Yeah. <laughs> it's very interesting. I mean, the nationalism is everywhere. It is. Yeah. It is. It yeah. Is. So you so you have that uh, that that to face with. Yeah. Yeah. While you were Our, while you while you two were talking, like I blacked out for like two minutes, <laughs> and I was thinking about the plumbers and the pipe exams. I was just stop. there for like two please minutes. Stop. Please like, stop, bro. The pipes. The pipes go up there. I, I still don't get away that. It's so funny. The image in my head is so funny, a though. of toilets. No, you just got like, it. It's different problems. Like, you, I know, you got delayed a little bit. How would it fit this if it was a Beijing? How would it fit this if it was a Canadian? Big one, you know, a Canadian standard. Yeah. Yeah. A Beijing one, I'll tell you. <laughs> but, and, and, and then the waters throw out different ways, so you, you gotta like write that down. Can I drink on different sides of your own drink? Same waters. Yeah. 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 And then Beijing has got bigger shakes, so then you gotta like actually. Well, okay, 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 okay. I also write a Beijing one will come and just hit it twice and it might flush once, and tell you already it's fixed. I charge. I charge double. I wait around. You call it bubble two weeks. Right. Sorry, sir. We don't even count. But, Sorry about that, I'm Right, right. I got a question though. All right. I know I don't know if the men don't want to get here though, but Shantel, what do you feel is the appeal right now, given the climate of COVID and everything? Mm-hmm. Oh, you want to continue mm-hmm. this show? <laughs> <laughs> What's the appeal? Mm, that's that's interesting. Um <sighs> everything I spoke about. <laughs> Still. Um can I add to that, that question? Can I add to that question? Mm-hmm. I just want to add, is it is the demand higher because people are looking for opportunities like I um I was guessing about 
or is or it has the demand lowered because people don't want to move to a place where there's like a lot of spread. Yeah. Oh no, people, a lot of people have been repatriating though. Coming back, right? Yeah. So people don't want to leave, right? A lot of persons have been coming back, but people want to leave. Mm. I think one thing COVID reminds us all of is that we need those options, mm-hmm. right? Like we need those options. Mm-hmm. So persons want to know that in the event that, you know, things get real bad and like, for instance, like tourism don't pick up, you know, that they're able to, they have another plan, Ouch. you know? So I think that the, you know, the, the what what is appealing, you know, is the fact that you have a bigger population you have mm-hmm. a bigger country and you have more more opportunities ultimately right. you know unemployed ultimately everywhere right now battling with their fair share of unemployment right but you know once you know covid resumes and start well, not resume sorry once it subsides yeah once it zero cases yesterday <laughs> i it, want more <laughs> no once it subsides over there you uh-huh. know like um is the opportunities so persons even persons that weren't thinking of moving to canada before and they are thinking about it now because they want those Just say opportunities. Marcus, I'm glad that um I glad that exists or whatever. But the phrase um better opportunity, I feel it kinda like um I wish that could be reworded because it's okay. better opportunities for people that could that have the drive. Because you're not going to automatically go there and, and succeed. A lot right. of people feel that when you leave right. Barbados to your psychology degree. No offense to the people psychology. You got a psychology degree. No offense to those people, but it's like, <laughs> you ain't automatically go there and just find jobs. Like, job just got, there on the floor to pick up. You got to get there and work, dog. So when I, so when okay. I, go, up, so when I go up Canada, I'm I going to be like burning newspapers to keep warm. Okay. I, that's <laughs> good. That's really no, what I'm saying, okay. bro. But I, I have a question. Uh-huh. I got up in Barbados. <laughs> I have a question. Uh-huh. So in Barbados, when you want to reach where you want to reach, do right. you have to have drive? Yes. Right. But I want people that here's the thing, like, people that don't have as much drive as others exist. And you're not less of a human being for existing as that kind of okay. person, right? But you gotta find your own lane and you can work with and you're comfortable with. Okay. So I, I I'm speaking from conversations with other people. People feel that job just bought the place overseas. And okay. that is not how it works. That's you still not how gotta it works. fight like everybody you still else. Got, but you okay, you know what I like about Canada? Mm-hmm. You know, being a person that have immigrated to Canada, what I like is that when you when you get to Canada, mm-hmm. everybody's starting. I mean, we weren't talking about the Canadians that over there that born over there. Yeah, but we're talking sure. about everybody that come up. Right. You know, like the you immigrants. starting everybody's starting at the same level. Correct. Mm-hmm. You understand? Party. So it's like you Canada's one place like in Barbados, you know, like you know, we all you know got parents and things. You know, you could you could know somebody. The nepotism and vibes. You, you could know somebody and, and gain somewhere. You mm-hmm. know, you know. But right. in Canada, you you really got you really have to. Everybody prove is on that footing. You have to prove your own merit. Mm-hmm. So I think that for somebody, you know, like for instance, like when I when I left school, I could I could have stayed here and you know do my thing. You know, like come here, know a little buddy. You know, oh, you know get a lot yeah. of. Let's not say. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what I mean. You know, you could you right. could work with what connections you got. Right. right. But when you go to Canada, it's not like it's not who your mom know or who your family know right. or who your grandfather know or your godfather know. Like everybody it's got what like, you could do. Who you yeah. could do. I like so it that. really gives like you the opportunity like to see your yeah. potential. Uh-huh. Right? And then if if it doesn't work, you can still pack your bags and come home. Right? 
Yeah. Never want to do that way. But 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 that's the thing when <laughs> you when you. Hey boy, I remember. The bus fare. You know what? You know what? You know. Sorry, right? I I I went to Toronto for I think it was a week or two weeks, right? Mm-hmm. And every day I left there, I went and went to furthermore. Mm-hmm. Every day I left there was signed different. I went to um a mall, I remember my mall name, and I helped somebody propose and the wife be. You did that, cool. dog. Like I helped your mom blow up helium balloons. I mean, ask Kayla. <laughs> we we filmed the thing. It was like a whole project. We had it was like a flash mob, dog. And I do not know this man. Bigger yourself, um, he named Jonathan. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sean, ridiculous me, Chantel. I I want I, I want this to be like an introduction to more information, and this is the best time for you to plug your business. Everything. Okay. Um. So. You know, my business is called Atkinson Immigration Services. Um, I recently, you know, created the, the the Instagram, so I will be on on Instagram. I'll be able I will, to I will, it. Yeah, I will be working on that online presence. Nice. Um, you know, so at this time, you know, persons could you could find me on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, my email, you know, at this time is atkinsonimmigration at hotmail mm-hmm. Um, you could, you know, business they're welcome to to book a consultation. You know, find out about their eligibility. Right. Um, the website coming soon. Yeah, it's on the construction right now. But the website itself. Coming. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Everything that you say, right, Sammy, are we gonna boost it for sure? Because yeah. I because not not only for your sake but for Beijing's sake, people yeah, gonna know people that. Need to know if they need to know, just come straight to you and you yeah. can get started. Options, options. Yeah, have yeah, the options for real. Uh, people, I mean, people, like, right now, people need it. So you, you was up I, and I was killing. I don't remember. Remember when um, at a point I was talking about Romar, and then when all the men were on Instagram and the group chat. And I was like an ad for like a Canadian immigration. Y'all remember right, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. I'm just saying like that is one thing, but having someone to talk to and actually relate to is something completely different. Precisely. Uh, actually, actually, it demystifies everything. Right. Because that's the thing. Because like when I was over there, I was like PRA and traffic license. I was like, oh, this sounds like so much. Right. <laughs> but then to have someone streamline the process and actually counsel, yeah. I think is fantastic. So you wish you all the best. Yep, yeah, for sure, Thank Chantel. You. Thanks, thanks for coming through. Thanks, thanks for <laughs> thanks for putting up with our weird tangents and just being us. Yeah. But listen, what you can say. Anyway, um, so begin yourself and. Thank you for also being our first recorded guest for 2021. Oh, this is crazy. Oh. Yeah. So, <laughs> with me, yeah. Uh, with that being said, I know podcast. We out. We out. This is just a clip from the latest episode of the I know podcast. To watch the full episode, search for us on YouTube or iTunes at I know podcast.